Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Therese Cerise, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And so today's poem is entitled I Promise. Here we go. I promise to love you always. Forever in my heart you will stay. I dream about where we will be 50 years from now or even 60 I promise to laugh at your silly jokes and to pretend like it's my first time hearing them over and over again. I promise to trust you beyond a shadow of a doubt. And when we are faced with indecision, together we will figure things out. I promise to listen to you always. You are my very best friend. I promise to consider your feelings until the very end. I promise to say thank you for all of the things you do. I promise not to take you for granted. I promise that my love for you will stay true. I promise to keep my vows to you. Of course, you know that is dedicated to my future hubby, wherever you are on this planet or in my imagination. (laughs) So I literally wanted to talk about, do you see yourself? And the reason why I wanted to have this conversation, it's been heavy on my mind, literally for over 48 hours. And I don't know what direction it's going to go. I did not rehearse this. I did not practice this. What you hear is what you get. However, I kept thinking about how do you see yourself? And the reason being is because if you allow people to dictate to you how they see you and you allow that to be the narrative of the very essence of who you are, in my humble opinion, I do believe that that prevents you from operating as your authentic self. And so as I have been going through my days, I've literally had this conversation with myself. Do you see yourself? And one of the things that I recognized is that I have seen growth within myself. There was a situation that I was having with a good friend of mine and I celebrated my 18 year old's birthday on July the 16th of 2021, which was yesterday. And I remember waking up and then I was getting ready for my day. And as I was getting ready for my day, there was this very powerful feeling that came over me. And there's a song that I could not stop singing. But as I kept singing the song, it kept changing in terms of how I see God. So it was, the words were, 
Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God. And I just kept saying that. However, it turned into our God is a forgiving God. Our God is a healing God. Our God is a delivering God. Our God is a merciful God. Our God is a gracious God. Our God is a loving God. And the more that I kept singing the verses and the more that I kept defining who I saw him as, the more that I kept doing that, there was such an anointing that fell on me to where I could no longer even get the words out because I began to praise and worship him. And as I began to praise and worship him, it was as if I ushered in the day. And as I ushered in the day, I began to glorify him and praise him because the way other people had seen me was that you're a misfit. You are an unfit. You are this. You are that as a mother. But God, the way that he orchestrated redeeming me from my past, the way that he positioned me in such an amazing way that I was able to take what should have been what I embraced I was able to take that and reframe it and turn it in such a way that I saw myself differently than what other people saw. So I took the mistakes of my past and I repositioned them as stepping stones so that I literally was able to parent my younger three children without the deficit that I had when I was attempting to raise my other first three children. And what I believe the alteration was is that the first time I was believing what other people thought of me and that became my true re reality in a lot of ways. But when I refocused and started seeing myself the way God saw me and not how man saw me, all of a sudden, it's as if the missing ingredients was instilled on the inside and I was able to operate with a supernatural strength as a single mother to rear these three beautiful children. And so now I have this 20-year-old who is bright and intelligent and wonderful. And then I have this 18-year-old who I literally, knowing that he is cut from a different cloth, have had to intercede and pray because although we are accepting of his life child, lifestyle choices, there are a lot of people that to this day are not. And so with me knowing that and with me being aware of that, I've had to minister love to him in such a different dynamic Still loving him, but allowing him to flourish in his true identity of what he identifies with. Not being his God, but allowing God to be God in his life. Because I don't know what 
his testimony and how his testimony is going to bless someone else in the future. See, everybody's testimony is not the same. And so a lot of times I believe where religion falters is that religion tries to dictate to us how it is that we should be as individuals. But the reality of it is, is that religion did not create us. And so the only way that we are able to operate in the true authentic authentic authenticity, let me get it out of who we are is by getting in connection with the one who created us and then allowing him to show us who am I in you. So I had to reposition the way that I love each of my children to make sure that they have and that they are the, their needs are being supplied when it comes from a parent's perspective. God gave me the tools to be able to do that. So when I was witnessing and able to witness how 18 years I have been able to walk this journey of life with him and to see you have grown up to be this amazing human being, regardless of what most may master or literally maximize I still see you, but do you see yourself? Do you see the essence of who you truly are? And so when I literally was in this prayer, I was so grateful to God for allowing me an opportunity to be an instrument for this beautiful soul, to allow me to be able to see my children grow up because remember, literally over seven years ago, I was well, way over that because now we're going on a decade in December of this year. It'll be 10 years since my first brain surgery. And I knew for 18 months prior to that. So we're it's way past a decade now, if you think about it, when I found out about the tumor in my brain. So from the time that I found out about the tumor in my brain, to the time that I found out that not from not just from the brain surgeries, but now finding out over three years ago that it has returned. God has preserved my life. Do you see yourself? Do you see yourself past the bad report? Do you see yourself past the gossip? Do you see yourself past the judgment? Do you see yourself past the ostracizing? Do you see yourself past the divorce? Do you see yourself past the rejection? Do you see yourself? Do you see yourself? And I was able, if only but for a moment, to be reminded of when I found out about having the tumor in my brain. And when I prayed the prayer to God, please, God, preserve my life because no one is going to love my children the way I love my children. No one is going to raise my children the way I am able to raise my children. I didn't know what my future held, but I knew whose hand to hold on to.
I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew whose hand to hold on to. And in that, I found strength. In that, I found encouragement. In that, I found self. I found a way to love myself despite all of the negative things that were said about me. All of the preconceived notions that were given and and spewed upon me. I found a way to see myself as God saw me. And according to him, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. According to him, I am more than a conqueror. According to him, if he be for me, it is more than the whole world against me, literally. And so as I took a moment to celebrate God, to thank him for his grace, to thank him for his mercy. Now, granted, I have a 15-year-old child, so the prayer is not complete. However, I have been able to live to see my 20-year-old reach 20. I have lived to see my 18-year-old reach 18. I have lived to see all of these amazing things transpire. And all I continue to do is say, thank you, God. Because had it not been for you who was on my side, I don't even want to imagine what my life would look like, what my life would be without you. So I don't see my life without you on purpose. I only see my life as I operate in you on purpose. So therefore, by doing that, I have been able to witness some of the most amazing miracles, which I call my children grow up. And to be able to see how they interact with one another as if I raise them together. That's another act of God because I didn't raise them together. Now I brought them around each other because that's what you're supposed to do as a parent. And one of them actually brought that to my attention. It wasn't like, although we weren't all under the same roof, that when you had us on the weekends that you weren't making sure that we not only knew about each other, but that we cultivated our brotherhood and our sisterhood. Well, because of all that's happened to me, those types of details, I tend to forget. So to be reminded that I was instrumental in making sure that they nurtured and cultivated their relationship, to me, is a beautiful thing. I love my children. And for those that don't know that, and for those that thought because I was learning how to be a parent, because I was learning how to find my identity while now being a parent. And because that journey initially was very difficult for me, very confusing for me, very traumatizing for me. I'm grateful that God gave me a preview of how to re-see myself. And by my getting that preview, I was able to debunk 
a lot of the lies that were spoken over my life. I was able to cancel a lot of word curses that were spoken over my life due to resentment, due to hatred, due to indifference, whatever was the driving force behind the word curses. I was able to literally reverse the curse. And I know that I was only able to do that, but and through the grace of God. Do you see yourself? There are a lot of people that will subtly or cunningly speak the opposite of what it is that you see for you. I have heard them do it. I have heard people subtly try to speak dis-ease on me. I have heard people try to cancel and abort what it is that has been predestined for me because according to their standards, according to their views, I don't deserve it. That's according to them. But God says that his thoughts toward me are good, that he will withhold no good thing from me. And so whose report will I choose to believe? Whose report will I choose to go into agreement with? All of that makes a difference. And once I made up in my mind that I would no longer co-sign for what the naysayers say, for what the enemy tries to do subtly, once I made up in my mind, oh no, I'm going to be violent because the violent taken by force. So in the spiritual realm, I'm going to start casting down those strongholds. I'm going to start reversing those, those curses. I'm going to start casting every single thing that would try to come up against me and divide my family. I'm canceling those assignments because first of all, there's enough love in me to love as many people that cross my path. I didn't want one child to feel like they were neglected while the other one felt like their cup was running over. I had to ask God to show me how to love them, not only where they were at, but how to love them to where their cup, all of their cups began to run over. To where whenever we would see each other, there would be such a joy without words even being spoken, that we're in the same room, that we're in the same space, that there would be so much excitement that whenever we would see each other, joy would just overshadow whatever was happening before we walked into one another's presence. God's anointed would just rain down on us. And the encounter would be such a glorious one. It would literally replace the time lost. And over a period of time, I am witnessing this transition. I'm witnessing this take place and I am loving every single moment of it. To be able to be in a room for, I believe, the very first time where all six of my children were present. That is a joy, unspeakable joy that the world cannot give me. That only God can order everyone's footsteps and everyone's mindset and everyone's ability and desire to be present in that moment to celebrate my 18 year old. It takes a divine act of God for my ex-husband and his new wife to be across the table from well, we were at the same table, but to be across from each other and having such of amazing dialogue, laughter, sincere, genuine laughter to where the children are observing that 
yes, we know the backdrop, but I promise you it don't look like what y'all been through. Do you see yourself? Do you see yourself forgiving those that hurt you? Do you see yourself overcoming every odd that has ever been stacked up against you? Do you see yourself on the opposite side of oppression? Do you see yourself in places sitting with people that you only imagine sitting with because you availed yourself to the perfect plan and purpose, the will of God? Do you see yourself? I took a chance on me and I made a decision to see myself differently. And I started to speak those things that, that be not as though they are. I don't always make a hundred. None of us do. But you know what? That's really not my goal. My goal is not to make a hundred. My goal is to literally be the very best version of me while I still have breath in my body. My goal is for restoration to take place in my family so that God gets the glory. My goal is to heal those broken places and to have my heart mend. That's the goal. And so I glorify God in that because he didn't have to do it, but he did. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. So this is going to conclude my episode, but I wanted to read a letter to my future hubby. And it is dated July the 17th, 2021. <clears throat> Dear future hubby, I celebrated my youngest son's 18th birthday on yesterday. It was one of the most beautiful days ever. All six of my children in the same location, under the same roof, experiencing the same energy all at the same time, was elation for me at its highest peak. They are such beautiful people, and not because they are mine, but because they are first his. To see how they love on one another, uplift one another, and pour into each other was such a glorious sight to see. I surprised him for his 18th birthday and only by God's grace was it ever even possible for my children to come together so beautifully. I invited his father and his father's new wife. Oh, you would have been so proud to be by my side in that moment. Initially, it was just my son, my youngest daughter, and their father and their stepmother at the table, as well as I. Imagine if you will, this being the very first time that you are sitting across from your ex-spouse and their new spouse. Now I say new y'all, but they've been together for almost 10 years. <laughs> so just, you know, I say new cause I'm the old, how about that? Yet, people would only know if you shared the details. Because from the outside looking in, although this was the first time in 
his story. History. Play on words. Got it? That this had ever occurred. Everyone not only appeared to be on one accord, we were. My gentleman friend showed up and expressed to me later, there is absolutely no way that I would have known that that was the first time that y'all sat at the same table and they've been together for almost 10 years. There was a harmony about that moment, a divine revelation, a sort of peace that surpasses all understanding Despite the past, God was in the building and I felt his presence the entire time. My uncle asked me a question when he showed up and he said, Teresa, do you think that a person can operate in forgiveness? I said, I absolutely do. He said, what does forgiveness look like? I said, forgiveness means forget. And he was like, but how can you forget? And then my son said, but mom, I mean, when someone hurts you, aren't you going to always remember? And I looked at him and I said, your heart will always remember. But it's how you treat that person when you're in their presence. It's as if you've forgotten about every offense. My uncle nodded his head. I said, why did you ask that uncle? He said, I'm just making conversation, but I thought it was an excellent question. So God was in the building and I felt his presence the entire time. I felt like he was standing right behind me in my mind, guiding my every word, gesture, etc. Serenity was not, excuse me, serenity was most definitely present. How do I know? Well, my ex's new wife offered to buy me a mojito as a way of celebrating me for the amazing job I've done as a single mother. Now, let me take a step back because my 20-year-old, his stepmother, mother, y'all excuse me, bought me a margarita during his 20th birthday celebration weekend for the same exact reason. So what this tells me is, They are not lying. Do you see yourself whole? Do you see yourself healed? Do you see yourself as an overcomer? God has most definitely ordered my steps concerning the raising up of my kings and queens. Remember, I lost custody of my oldest three children at ages eight, four, and two. But God, his redemptive power still lives on. Nevertheless, he got the glory, and I do mean all of the glory. And I got a priceless gift, which was all six of my children together, even if but a moment again. I love you, love Teresa. So this is going to conclude my episode on today, this evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. However, please do me two huge favors. See yourself 
the way God sees you. And if you don't believe in God, honey, I don't know what to tell you other than try him. Try him for yourself. And the other thing is, please take care of yourself because there is only one you. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.